like finding one of those, you're like, yes, the hunt is over. It's been 12 years. You know, like <laughs> I have 22,000 Magikarp candy. <laughs> yes. And let's check the IVs. Yes. 70%. Everything is going according to plan. I see. <laughs> <laughs> You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Two brand new shinies, tickets for GoFest Chicago, Shiny Miltan returns, and more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to GoCast, episode 43. It's the 22nd of April. It's a Monday. It's Earth Day. Yes, it is. It is Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Uh, My name is Chris. You're listening to GoCast. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Kyle. Hiya. Who's really excited about the health of our planet. You know, just God, God bless you. Absolutely. Did you see any events happening around you or anything like that for Earth Day? There was one at the local park that I saw when I was out playing, but nothing, you know, today that I saw. All right. Before we start digging into our weeks here and get this show underway, because there's plenty of news to cover, as there always seems to be, quick shout out to all of our patron supporters out there. If you'd like to join our patron-exclusive Discord, you can do it by helping support the show at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash go cast podcast for one dollar we got this little community going it's growing and it's uh it's great i love all the folks in there we always have a good time absolutely it's always a good time it's a good place to kind of just like uh you know talk about like news since it's been it's been kind of like in the moment reactionary for a lot of these news things like very knee jerk it's cool to get like so many different perspectives and stuff and talk to people about it as it happens because i don't know about you kyle like after i've kind of just set around with that stuff for like you know almost a week before we get to talk about it in most cases like i feel completely differently about it than when i first heard the piece of news that definitely happens the knee-jerk reaction always leads to entertaining conversations at least from me i think yeah yeah it's pretty (laughs) cool anyway that's that's patreon but we'll talk more about that at the end of the show but Let's sally forth with uh, with our weeks here. Uh, Ness, by the way, yeah, I feel rude. I didn't even mention this. Ness isn't here. She's out of town for work. She's out traveling the world, seeing things, doing stuff. Uh, we're also doing stuff, but we're just at home recording. Not so seeing here, things. Here yes, I, I have a blindfold on while we record, actually. Uh, it helps me focus. Anyway, <laughs> anyway <laughs> our, our goals for this last week, Kyle's goal was hit 70 on your Sinnoh badge. How how are you doing over there? Uh, mm, I didn't do it. Well, did you get to 69? Got, you were I at 68. Get, I did get to 69. Okay. I got my Bonsly. Oh, so look at you. That. Okay. Everything else needs rare candy, and I haven't pulled the trigger yet. You gotta. You gotta be comfortable enough no, with yourself as a trainer. No, I need to catch a, a shield on first. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll feel more comfortable about it. Okay. All right. So you wait, you don't have a shield on yet at all? No. Nope. Wow. Okay. That, that'll I've be seen an easy two one. and they just it's not where I'm at. Bummer. All right. Well, anyway, uh, your other goal was get 250,000 experience. I did do that. 
Okay. I am so close to level 39 right now, like 200,000 away. I know I've been so. watching it on my friends list every day. I've just been like checking in. I'm like, he's getting so like, close. Is he there? Is he there Get yet? <laughs> well, 39 is, is uh, yeah. actually kind of a mini in this level. 38 is important. 39 is not important. And then 40 is just the max. So it's inherently important, right? So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 39 is exciting because it's like 39 is the home stretch. Yeah. I'm just I got one more level to go. And that's it. That yep. level just happens to be 5 million experience but you know uh don't remind me who are we (laughs) but besides your goals did anything crazy happen this week you you catch a boatload of shinies or i got a few shinies actually all right i don't know i don't know if we want to talk about that yet lamb on me let's talk about uh let's talk about this this event that's been happening so with the um extravaganzas happening and us being drowned in baneri right I went out to play like 20 minutes after it started and I caught a shiny Baneri just like just just right there. just like right down the block from my house. And I think I've caught like 400 more since then. Still haven't seen one. So <laughs> was it your first one was shiny? No, no. I don't know which one it was because I was actually got it with my plus. Okay. I was driving to where I was going to play. And then I got to where I was going to play and I checked and I was like, oh, sweet. Yeah. Hey, you got the shiny. That's that's more than more than most people can say for these sorts of events most of the time. Yeah, especially like even with the boosted spawn, it seemed pretty tough to get that shiny. It is. It can be. Well, it can be. I don't know. I'm a bad sample size. (laughs) (laughs) And I also managed to get a shiny shuckle. What? Really? Oh, nice. Yeah. Went out to play on Saturday and like clicking every shuckle. Shiny? No. Shiny? No. No. Okay, I I give up. Then my girlfriend got one like 20 minutes before we left the park. And I'm like, congratulations. (laughs) I'm glad for you. And then we're sitting at home and I just click on a shuckle and it's it's shiny. And I'm like, yes, there you go. I can be happy now. Everybody gets theirs, Kyle. You just got yours at home. (laughs) Eventually. Uh Uh-huh. Got another Registeel for my weekly. Oh, my God. Okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I've gotten five Registeels in a row. What? No, four. I'm sorry. Four. Forgive me. Four Registeels in a row, which is still, that's, it's a little less ridiculous. Still ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with Registeels. If anybody wants to exchange them for literally almost anything else, uh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> but any anything All else? Right. Anything cool, man? No, that's enough about my week. All righty. What about yours? Uh, my goals for last week, get a shiny Baneri. I did do that. In fact, I got two shiny Baneri this past oh, week. Oh, snap. I gave one to my sister. Shout out to her. Uh, and she, <laughs> it was awful. Both of the shiny Baneris that I caught were level one, right? One was 15 <laughs> CP. No, sorry. One was 16 and the one was like 17 or whatever. And so I trade my sister the 17 one and it re-rolls. And she's like, oh, she, she wanted to stay 17 or was it 14? I don't remember. She wanted to stay a particular number. She, oh, she's like, oh, it's like 19. Now I'm like, oh, my gosh. It rolled all the way up to 19. Can you appraise that? And she did. It's like 96%. I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) that's awesome. She loves rabbits. So that was, that was pretty cool. Anyway, my other half of my goal was 200,000 Stardust. And that happened handily with all these eggs I've been hatching. So while we're talking about the extravaganza, how many eggs have you hatched, Kyle? Uh, Well, unfortunately it is Monday. So now the adventure sync has reset. So I don't actually know. Oh, you didn't look yesterday? 
I know because I have been out of incubators since before the event started. All right. So I've been hatching two kilometers in my free incubator at work, like two or three a day. Yeah. So probably like 20, maybe something like that. Take a guess at how many eggs I hatched just up until yesterday. 96. No. 135. Like 170 something. Oh my gosh, and then Chris. And then today, apparently, since Adventure Inc. rolled over, it's showing me at 29. So What? I bought two boxes. i just gone to town and stuff. The 2Ks are so easy in the regular incubators. You know, they just turn over like nobody's business. That's so, so many incubators. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, it really... I'm not, I'm not worried about the distance you walked because of the double effectiveness, but the incubators. Yeah, I mean, it was worth it. I got a lot of Stardust. Got a lot of great Pokemon out of it. You're so disappointed. That's like 50 it's incubators, the, uh, Chris. It's like the, op- this is the opposite reaction I was expecting out of you. I was expecting you to be like kind of excited and like happy. Crazy. And you, you looked horrified. We had we, we used to see each other while we're recording, and you're just like you looked like you had seen somebody die. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you I'm had just thinking seen about the real Frankenstein. The incubators. Yeah, that's such a sacrifice yeah anyway uh, <laughs> i hatched a bunch of eggs i'm living for this event right now because i've been going on walks every day after work it's been really really great uh happened to go really well together both of those things anyway i did also catch a shiny shuckle and then my first and only latios was shiny this week <laughs> oh i did i also did get a latios for my pokedex nice but it's not shiny oh well i'm missing the regular version now so i gotta i gotta get one of those oh, when hey, i come back hey, i got i got two of those Ooh, well we can, uh, we so, can have conversations you know. some other time <laughs> so I, I nothing else really really happened uh you know caught another giratina origin form i'm pretty much done with that and which is great because we only have like a week left so here we go no speculation yet about what's coming next no rumors out there there's so many legendaries that are still waiting to be released. Just right. Like yeah. this generation is silly. It sure is taking its sweet time. I will say that, uh, you know, how many, how many are left to release? Like 40 Pokemon, maybe 35, There's like, like 35, but 14 of them are legendary. Okay. So that makes a lot of sense. We, we won't see those in their completion for a while. Yeah, that's exciting. But uh, I mean, at least we still have stuff to look forward to, you know, instead of waiting them for, to just like drop another generation or whatever. But hmm. let's dive into the news. So uh, the first thing here is kind of a reiteration of something we already knew. Torchic Community Day has been officially confirmed and announced. It's at the date we thought it was going to be, March 19th. Three to six local time features include Torchic will appear more frequently in the wild. Goodness, I hope so. <laughs> Lure modules will last three hours for the duration of the event. Was oh, that a new thing they're trying out this time? <laughs> um, you may encounter a shiny Torchic if you're lucky, or you may encounter many shiny Torchic if you're also lucky. You can also evolve Combuskin during the event or up to one hour afterward to obtain a Blaziken that would know a special move. We're taking I bets. I wonder what move it'll be. <laughs> We're taking bets from anybody who wants to bet against Blastburn at this time. You can send those to mail at gocastpodcast.com. <laughs> um, can't and- <laughs> even get it out of straight face. <laughs> and then uh, three times catch Stardust, which is probably the most exciting thing about this. Although I do love Torture, don't get me wrong. How do you feel about Torchic and this Torchic community day, Mr. Kyle? Well, Blaziken is awesome. Like, it's a really cool Pokemon. And it's grown on me, like, the more I've played Pokemon. Sure. Because Blaziken kind of was the start of the, the firefighting joke. 
for Pokemon starters. Yes. But yeah, 100%. It, it did it so well that it's okay. Yeah. Thoughts and feelings on Mega Blaziken. I know this is a weird thing to talk about on a Pokemon Go show, but... It was super overpowered. Yes. But, like, it's the design-wise awesome. is really ugly. Really? really? Oh, I thought it was pretty yeah, cool. I'm I a big just, fan. Uh... Yeah, it's like a kickboxing chicken. Is, is yes. what it is. And we'll, we'll talk about, you know, this Pokemon and this line in, in Pokalore when we get to the community day, probably. But it's it's an exciting line. And the shinies look real sharp. They're like a darker color. It looks yeah, really it's nice. like almost a maroon. Yeah. Some inverted colors, too. It looks real nice. Big fan. Definitely gonna be Blast Burn. I can't think of why it wouldn't be Blast Burn. Can you think of anything I mean, else? we've wait, they have their opportunity. They've just have squandered it because they could give blaziken blaze kick yeah they could which is his signature move but you know they could give swampert muddy water but i think that one's already in the game so i think muddy water is too and i think i leaf mean blade was leaf so. blade was already in the game so that was kind of a bummer for for septile yeah we don't have blaze kick yet it'd be pretty cool to get it but uh let's move on so there was the sentosa safari zone uh we already knew this but the reason we're talking about it again is that shiny shuckle has been released we knew that was happening but sneaky second shiny for this event lapras and all of its purple pink gigantic glory <laughs> uh is is now uh out and about and is going to be probably one of the rarest shinies to find and get i'm going to assume at full odds is it bad that i'm kind of bitter about the shiny Lapras being released? Why? Why on earth? <laughs> because it's got to be in the top 10 rare spawns in the game. Oh, like, uh, I would agree. Like, without a question. Maybe Dragonite's up there, too, you know? Yeah, like, outside of evolutions, like, you know, maybe Chansey and Lapras and Snorlax, those have got to be really, you know, some of the rare spawns. Sure. And now it's shiny, and it's just like, oh, I'm never going to see that. <laughs> but if you do... It's going to be rad. Yeah. Or it's going to run away from me like the last Lapras that I found. Ooh, well, <laughs> you know. maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll see more Lapras during a, a possible water event again this summer. You know, it, it, we've had two concurrent years of water festivals in a row. Uh, that's I guess that's what concurrent means. <laughs> but, you know, I, I can definitely see them doing a water festival because it's just a smart choice. Like the Pokemon official Pokemon company Twitter, like every once in a while, will make like a fun Pokemon stat or fact. And one of them was 17% of all Pokemon are water type or something like that. And I was like, well, yeah. that's, uh, that's a lot. And I, that doesn't surprise me because I already knew there was a lot of water type Pokemon. There's tons. Anyway, that's the Safari Zone. It apparently went off without a hitch. Congratulations to Niantic. They're getting really quite good at handling these live events. Um, as the year has gone on, it's pretty great. So this was in Singapore, by the way. Sentosa was in Singapore. So there you go. Yeah, and so if you're wondering why there were Shuckle spawns boosted this weekend, if you're like, wow, <laughs> this is wild. What is happening? Where are all the rabbits and the execute and stuff? It's because of this Safari Zone. So uh, that has since ended. Shuckle spawns are back to normal, which means you'll never see one unless you go out of your way to find one. I think it's worth mentioning that this was handled very well at least in my opinion, the release of Shiny Shuckle, it happened in the middle of the extravaganza with a new Shiny release. And I didn't feel overwhelmed, strangely enough. Like there was enough spawns of both that I still felt like I had a chance when I was out playing. Yeah, but there also wasn't like a lot of pressure to get a Shiny Shuckle. 
Like, did I you really you speak for yourself? Do you like do, do you like Shuckle so much that you're like Shuckle, I gotta get a Shuckle, Shuckle is amazing. Okay. He, also, he's he's our meme lord, so he's he's sort of like <laughs> Bidoof in that aspect. Yeah. So that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Except that I feel like Shuckle gets much more of a chance to shine in actual like VGC gameplay than Bidoof ever has. Well, that's because Shuckle has like a super niche, like one shot anybody who hits him kind of combo going right, on. But, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Fine. Shuckle's great. We'll talk more Shuckle later on in the show. But first, <laughs> more news. Uh, you want to talk to us, Mr. Kyle, about the uh, GoFest tickets and stuff? So GoFest tickets are open for applications as of right now. I think as of the 22nd, you can. Yeah, it started this apply. morning. Uh-huh. So there are going to be two types of tickets. There's going to be general admission tickets, access from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Those are going to be $25 each. And then there's going to be early access tickets, access from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. for $35. Now, maybe I'm just kind of bitter, like I said earlier. But like I see this, and I'm just like, uh, I see what they're trying to do. But then also early access into like an outdoor event kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Does it really? Why? Most people who are going to be going want to get the most out of their experience. They're already committed to the whole day. Right. So they're they're going to spring for the, the more expensive tickets unless they have small kids. So it feels it feels like they cut out an hour and then they added an hour to other places because last year it was 10 to 10 to 6. I think right. it was 10 nine to, to six. 6. Yeah, something like yeah. that. I don't, I don't think it was as early as 9. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. This, this, is, this is just me where I hear the word early access as a gamer, and I'm just like, I don't like. I don't like it, even though I know it's part of every other culture in the world. Right. So I think it's not malicious. I think they're doing it legitimately because they want some people to start earlier than others to see where their, their catches are. But then you're like... Oh, I'm paying to potentially have a worse experience at the start while everybody else gets to have it fixed later. Uh, you know? Yeah, I suppose so. That I mean, that's much less of a concern now than it has been in the past. We'll see. So, you know, we still had the community day issues in oh, Asia. Every... They were hiccups in comparison to. Oh, no, not this last one. This last one, people legitimately couldn't play. Yeah. The community some day. Serious issues. So, yeah. but most of them have been. You're right. I'm just like a grumpy old 25 year old. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I, I, I kind of, I don't know, especially cause I have been burned before, literally burned before <laughs> but, <laughs> by, by this event. But then again, I mean like pretty much everything was forgiven. You know what? Not pretty much. Absolutely. Everything was forgiven. And then some, they, they won my favorite back last year with, with the event. So yeah. I'm just going to assume that it's going to be handled just as well, if not better, because they've had so many other events all over the place since then on, you know, this kind of scale. Like these safari zones are not small at mm -hmm. all. There's thousands of people at these events. Registration for these tickets are open from the 22nd, which was which is today, this morning, through April 24th at 7 a.m. Pacific time. So, you know, if you listen to this and you learned about these from here um, it might be too late unless you're listening to the show as soon as it comes out. But yeah, that's that's when the window is. And then after that, we're going to be getting like a like a drawing period. So instead of you rushing to, you know, try to spam a refresh link 
for tickets and try to beat somebody else and get a bunch, there's going to be a drawing period. And if you're drawn, then you can pick up to three other people that you were at least great friends with and buy their tickets. And I'm assuming you get to choose their level of ticket there. So uh, we'll see how this goes. But you enter through the app. It's pretty cool. I think it's also in waves. So this is not the these are not going to be all of the tickets sold right now. And then they're all gone. I think they're going to be doing a couple waves of this. I believe so. But I, I think that the registration is only open now. And then they'll take those applicants and do them. Throw if them that's pool. the case, that's pretty bad. I mean, it's two whole days. Two days, though. But like, that's that's not a long time. I guess we'll see. They're not they're not very clear about it. I think they're going to open back up. Okay, it's it's possible. I mean, like, you know, last year we thought that a lot of things got lost and then they had like a bunch of tickets that they got back because of scalpers or people got disqualified for them or whatever. And they ended up handing them out to, you know, local Chicago community discords to hand out, which is where we got some of our tickets from just haphazardly last minute. And so, I mean, I wouldn't put it past Nan to do something kind of different and like reopen tickets multiple times, have different ways to apply for them, you know, all that other stuff. They're already doing a contest for it for Go Snapshot to earn them. So maybe, you know what, I you've won me over. I think you're right. They'll probably redo <laughs> it again. They'll have more opportunities for these tickets. Did you actually go through the process of getting registered today for the pool? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I I woke up and like saw everyone talking on Discord about it. Yeah. And I like I'm like, I gotta be at work in like twenty minutes, but let's just oh, yeah. gotta it, open up Pokemon it, Go. It, it's just, yeah, it took it, like thirty seconds. It wasn't a big yeah, deal. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Just had to make sure you confirm your email and then you accept and you're like, Yeah, you're good. Okay, cool. Right. And that's pretty much it. So anyway, uh speaking of Niantic live events, this next piece of news is is similar. It's definitely related. Hashtag Niantic Live twenty twenty. What's that about? Uh, let me let me tell you with this stuff that's directly from the article that this is about. Post your suggested city park to Twitter or Instagram with the hashtag hashtag Niantic Live 2020, explaining why it would make for a great event. They are, of course, talking about future live events. And so what they're looking for with this hashtag here, where you post pictures of your city or park or whatever, promoting your place, they're looking for ideal spots to hold live events all over the place so we're talking safari zones we're talking possible go fests in the future for the year of 2020 so here's some other details check out the hashtag niantic live 2020 website first for a video from our live events team that spells out all of the criteria that goes into picking the perfect park spoiler alert it's not as simple as some might think kind of like pokestops you know, of course, they, this has to appeal to yeah. uh, a company that's trying to hold an event, which takes a lot of, you know, <laughs> doing, <laughs> planning. Yeah, these live events are are tough. I yeah. can only imagine. Yeah, it's got to be easily accessible on foot, plenty of parking within walking distance of like hospitals and other stuff like that. Like it needs to be ideal in a lot of ways. Uh, t- here's some more stuff from that article. Team up with other players in your city or even with local officials. Parks departments, tourism boards, local representatives, and so on to submit an official nomination. There's a form on the website for this uh, for those official and group submissions. So you can get like, you know, local people involved. It's pretty cool. Deadline for nominations uh, is going to be October 1st, 2019. And submitting, of course, does not guarantee that Iantic will do an event in your city. So 
put together your best pie chart. Mom and dad, this is why I need a dog. <laughs> but, you know, instead of that, it's Niantic. This is why I need an event in my local park. And this is why it's great. You can park 250 cars. And here's some sweet drone footage of my town <laughs> or something, you know, like uh, I, this is pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. It's smart of them to kind of crowdsource this thing. Absolutely. Because nobody knows your communities better than you do. So yeah, this is this is the best opportunity, maybe not to get events where they wouldn't be like in the middle of of not very populated areas, but it could be a good opportunity to get it to lesser known big cities, places like, for example, in the United States, in Texas, Texas is a great place to hold a convention, but they never seem to happen there until a bunch of people make a big enough deal about it. Like, you know, PAX had PAX West, mm -hmm. PAX East, and now they finally have PAX South in Houston, wherever. I don't, Austin? I don't know. Austin. I believe sure. it's Austin. Austin does all the cool stuff. So it's got to be, it's got to be that. My, my limited, I've never been to Texas in my life. I'm going to be going there for the first time this summer for, funnily enough, a convention. So uh, it's <laughs> that my opinion of Texas is Austin is where it's at. <laughs> I, I think this is pretty rad. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, maybe other places in the States have events held. I mean, Chicago is cool. Of course, it's our city, but I kind of want an excuse to drive to Michigan to do something. You know what I mean? <laughs> or like anywhere, you know, you fill in Michigan for anything. It'd be just kind of cool to be like, well, uh, on the weekends, I podcast about this game and they're doing a thing in Colorado. So I got to drive there, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that would be cool. That'd be really cool. Anyway, we got one more piece of news. That's uh <laughs> kind of a, a misnomer i don't know do you do you care about this at all i mean i don't have one yet okay well we're of course talking about <laughs> meltan here which is why i'm skeptical of any engagement from kyle on this because we know where he sits on meltan uh <laughs> april 24th through may 5th shiny meltan returns when you open the mystery box you may encounter the shiny version of the mythical pokemon meltan and not only that but Trainers will not be able to open the mystery box every three days, even after the event ends. So we're moving the window from seven days and sometimes three days to always three days. But I think the shiny is still only available during this window. Yeah. Which is something that like people drew that conclusion from the first one. And I thought that that was bogus. I thought that shiny Meltem was going to stay around forever now that he was out. I didn't realize that the event window was just for the shininess. But here we are. I also uh, don't have yeah. a shiny Melton, but you know who does? Ness. Ness. Ness has yeah. one. Yep. I still have the mystery box that you hooked me up with, whatever community day that was. Well, I think that was, it was like two, two, two community days ago. Trico, right? Yeah, yeah something Trico like that. Day. I just never opened it up. Wow. So, hey, now I can hold it for this in two days. <laughs> awesome. I and still then, have a Mel Metal. So. And then you can get another one in, in three days from somebody. I don't know anybody with Pokemon. Let's go, though. Okay. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Uh, I've been opening these boxes non-religiously, but I have enough for like a few male medals. It doesn't take very much, you know, especially now it's been so long. You don't even think about it, but no shiny as of yet. I'll, uh, I'll open up a couple more this week and I'll report back. Let you guys know how it turns out. It won't turn up at all. That's just how it goes. <laughs> Let's go to gear up enough of me yammering on. So this week going to take a look at Blaziken and what happens when he gets blast burn, because let's face it, he's going to get blast burn. 100%. As much as we would like it to, to change it up, they're not going to do it. Blazing's going to get blast burn, changed my mind. So plain and simple, 
is Blaziken and Blastburn good? Yeah, of course it is. It's <laughs> Blastburn is is pretty much the best charge fire attack in the game by far. But does it make him competitive? It's going to improve his DPS, but not that much. It's like it's like not even a 10% increase in damage. Really? Yeah, like from 32 DPS to 33. Wow. <laughs> it's actually even worse. It's 32.24 DPS to 33 exactly. Oh, <laughs> less than a point. Yeah, but it does make Blaziken better than Typhlosion in terms of DPS, but still worse in terms of TDO. So I will tell you, at least Typhlosion has Shadow Claw, though. Yes. You know, I, you keep defending your Typhlosion. It's I okay. Will. I will we, we sit know. over here in my pile of Typhlosion. Blaziken just kind of lacks the bulk necessary to really compete with everybody else. It's not bad, but both Charizard and Typhlosion with that Blast Burn are better. And Moltres and Entei just completely dwarf the Firestarters. Like, slightly lower DPS, but 50% higher TDO. It's really hard to compete with... Um, with legendary baseline stats. Yep. Unfortunately. But we've seen Charizard get used in several of the PvP cups that have happened so far. So with Blaziken getting access to Blastburn, it definitely seems likely that we'll see him, especially in fighting-related cups with that fighting stab charged move. Uh, Focus Blast, I believe it is. Also has access to Brave Bird. So he has some decent coverage there. So it'll be interesting to see what happens the next time a, a fighting-related cup happens. Until then, Blastburn, Blaziken, it's good, but it doesn't change anything, unfortunately. It's worth picking up. Like, I should still look forward to this community day. Yeah. I mean, the shiny again is at least good but enough. But you need that shiny. Yeah, you that's need what we're shiny. talking about here. Okay, so riddle me this. What if he gets Blaze Kick? Like, how, what would that have to look like for it to be better? Because I mean, Blastburn is, what, 100 base? It is... It is 100 energy, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a 50 energy. I'm sorry. Okay. Like I said, though, Blast Burn is pretty much the best fire type attack in the game. Basically, nothing competes with it. It's so much better. Maybe they could give him a fighting type move. That would switch things up. But yeah, it's, but it's hard to compete same, against yeah. Yeah. Machamp and then the upcoming Conkelder in Generation 5. I so. would kind of hate for blaziken to fall short because it has a fighting community day move uh and then that takes away from the potential spotlight of a non-starter fighting type pokemon getting some serious love in a community day yeah which is something that we haven't seen a lot of which is kind of a bummer has there been been a fighting type community day yet? i don't i don't think so i can't think of any i might just be completely blanking but i can't think of a single one unfortunately though Blast Burn is about as good as it gets in the game right now. So this is as good as Blaziken is ever going to be until something gets changed. Like Megas? I mean, yes. Mega Blaziken will be quite good when Mm. that happens. If that happens, we'll see how it goes. One day. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, thanks, Kyle. It's uh, it's Pokalore time. And this is near, which means, of course, you, you get one of the two of us to do it. Or sometimes you get both of us to do it. This week, we're going to cover two Pokemon because they were both just highlighted in the Sentosa Safari Zone, and only one of them is worth talking about stats for in Pokemon Go, unfortunately. So it it works out. Uh, So just to reiterate, no, Shuckle does not evolve into Lapras. We know that, even though they both have shells and stuff. Right, exactly. (laughs) 
So uh, Shuckle the Mold Pokemon and Lapras the Transport Pokemon. Kyle, why don't you tell us about Shuckle since you love him so much? Shuckle is a Pokemon that resembles a small turtle. Its body is yellow and appears soft. Until they are in use, Shuckle's limbs remain limp. It is encased in a very hard red shell that has many holes in it. The holes in its shell are rimmed with white. Rather than actively hunting and foraging for food like most other Pokemon, it collects berries and stores them in its shell. The berries inside are liquefied and fermented while they decompose by Shuckle's digestive juices, which it then consumes. Its digestive (laughs) juices are also used to dissolve rocks so Shuckle can hide under them. It can be found in the mountains. What? Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I also like how it says it resembles a small turtle, but it's bug type. It's just bug type. Yeah. And it lives in the mountains, too. Or so. it's, it's bu- it's, sorry, it's bug rock, isn't it? Oh, Is it bug rock? Because it lives like it, it lives under rocks and stuff. I, I thought maybe it would be. It's bug rock. So it is bug shuckle rock. the bug yeah. rock that dissolves rock with its stomach acid. <laughs> that is actually just not like se- secreted like by its body inside of its shell. It's so odd. Anyway, uh, let's talk about another shelled Pokemon, Lapras. Lapras is a large sea Pokemon that resembles a plesiosaur. It has a blue hide with darker blue spots and a cream colored underside. It has large brown eyes, a short horn on its forehead and tightly curled ears. It has a long neck and four flippers. The foremost flippers are larger than the hind. On its back is a heavy gray shell covered in blunt knobs. Lapras is a gentle, helpful Pokemon that enjoys ferrying people across bodies of water. In the past, its docility has made it an easy target for hunters, and it was driven to near extinction, which is a bummer because it resembles a dinosaur, so we already assumed that it was extinct recent protection efforts have seen lapras become overabundant which is now affecting the fish pokemon number in some areas <laughs> an intelligent pokemon is able to understand human speech which if you remember patrons was one of the trivia questions for when we did i think generation one for our patrons yeah, show. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, lapras has been known to travel in large pods across the sea spanning both polar and tropical areas to keep in touch with other of its kind it sings enchanting melodies in the anime it was shown that lapras is able to develop psychic abilities such as telepathy now lapras is pretty cool gets a max cp of 26 41 that's all right. It's got a low attack stat of 165, but it is made relevant by a pretty good defense stat of 174, which puts it like in the upper two thirds, I think, of no, puts it in the upper third. I'm so sorry. It's better than two thirds of other Pokemon <laughs> with its defense stat, but it has an outstanding stamina stat of 277. We are talking big boy territory. It's a lot of HP. Sure is. It's like 10th in rank for for, uh, stamina, which is awesome. Best moveset is Frost Breath and Ice Beam. uh, But if you don't have Ice Beam, uh, Blizzard is fine. Ice Beam, I believe, is Legacy. It also can, since it's water and ice, you can also do a water type move. I think it's Water Gun and Hydro Pump. Although, you know, you Hydro Pump is just not good, though. Hydro Pump is really good if it lands, and it's really bad if it doesn't. Um, And... You know, Lapras really shines when it's able to fill the ice niche. So I would probably, you know, stick with the ice move set unless you really need it. Like, I don't have any 
Blastoise. Like we mentioned, there's a lot of water types in this game. Sure is. So, and good ice types are kind of hard to come by. You know, you got Weavile and Jinx, but Lapras is definitely up there if you can catch them because they're quite rare. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that was Lapras and and Shuckle. Let's do the let's do the poke poll. Now Ness isn't here again, so <laughs> Kyle, you want to get us started here? So our last week's question was: What Pokemon do you have lined up for your first lucky trade? Shiny Desi said, Shiny Baneri for Shiny Shuppet. That's a good trade. I like that trade. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Go Waterloo said, Shiny Gyarados. Columbus Pogo Raiders said, Rayquaza. Always a good choice. Chris Pupa said, Female Combi to complete my hive. I just completed that just the other day. Yeah. Legendary Moo said, I was lucky with Shiny Kyogre and a friend was lucky with Shiny Groudon. It was a great swap. The others I'd like to set up trades with are Shiny Babies, followed by Giratina, Shiny Salamence, and Rayquaza. It's a good list of Pokemon right there. My buddy and I have Rayquazas lined up for our lucky trade. After that, it's going to be based purely on what's best for PvE meta. Pickle on a String said, My Shiny Pineco for my dad's Shiny Latios. That's a nice trade, especially yeah, if somebody a, if you can't find that Pineco... <laughs> That's definitely something worth trading for. Yeah. MC Scramp says Rayquaza because it's my favorite legendary and I'd really like a good IV one. Always a good reason. So this week's Pokepole is what missing Gen 4 Pokemon are you looking forward to the most? What about you, Chris? So I was looking at the list of things that are missing. And I think <laughs> I just I just. Did oh, that. did you? Yeah. All right. So, I mean, uh, you and me are probably on the same boat. We're going to talk about yeah. Garchomp. Um, and yeah. so, you know, I, I kind of went into this knowing that, but at the same time I was like, well, if, if not Garchomp, then what else? Cause there's some other exciting choices that, you know, it's no surprise that you and I love Garchomp. So yeah. other than Garchomp for ourselves, I, I think I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm going to say to Leafeon and Glaceon. I'm really looking forward to those two coming out. Can't wait. I, I already have Eevee's named ready to go <laughs> waiting for them so come on like, shiny eevees yeah i've got a shiny eevee named leafeon and one glaceon and i have a regular eevee good ivs like 96 plus for both of them as well what about you kyle i was gonna say two and one of them was gonna be garchomp but since you since chris knows so well we're gonna <laughs> leave that and i'm still gonna say two one is because i'm really excited for it and it's rotom because I love Rotom. I know a lot of people give Rotom a hard time, but Rotom's an awesome Pokemon, and I'm excited to see how they handle the multiple forms. Yeah. And very similarly, not because I'm excited about the, the Pokemon itself, but I'm interested to see how it gets handled. Arceus. How they handle Arceus and its 18 different types, if they do it at all, is going to be really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of nervous. I'm hoping they're not going to be like, let's do, you know, 50 forms and raids and stuff. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is it in bad form for me to answer for Ness? Because I know what her answer would be. No, go ahead. Probo go pass, ahead. 100%. And yeah. I'm hoping that she's listening to this while she's on her trip and uh, agrees out loud. <laughs> which by the way probopass is rock and steel type i didn't know it got steel what? typing as well why is he steel type good Who for even you probopass i don't know he's got a sheen to him it's doing stuff looking <laughs> great with that nose hair slash mustache thing i don't know <laughs> uh anyway dear listener if you have an answer to the question 
what missing generation four Pokemon are you looking forward to the most? You can answer the question where it is posted, either in Facebook or Twitter, or if you're part of our Discord, it will be posted there as well. Or you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And speaking of emails, let's get into the email section here. So the first one is kind of a follow-up from last week from the Wizard of Ozzy. You guys are awesome. We knew that. Heard this week's episode. And uh, thanks for answering the question. If you don't remember, this is the guy that was putting forth the idea that why wouldn't I take a Wiggly Tough Army against Giratina? Why wouldn't I do that? In which <laughs> we were then talking about how, you know, a lot of people don't really look at TDO. They look at DPS, you know, especially because turning over stuff for revives and th- things like that isn't a big deal for a lot of people. Ness doesn't rate a lot. She's sitting on like 200 revives, right? Anyway. So keep that in mind as we go forward here into this email. For whatever reason, revives are scarce in my neck of the woods. So that's the biggest reason I use Wigglytuff. I forgot to mention uh, that you need to TM until you get a dark fast move, uh, because I know Kyle pointed out that there's no fairy fast move. But the fact that Wigglytuff can learn a dark fast move really has me convinced that it would be a really good counter for those who are in my situation. Here's a picture of my Giratina Slayer. And he attached this really great picture of a really tough called Dark Fairy that knows Faint <laughs> Attack and Dazzling Gleam. It's maxed out. It's lucky. Uh, it looks really great. <laughs> uh, I could see you doing some damage with maybe six of these. Uh, the, I'd have to actually probably crunch the numbers on this to see how much DPS you're doing with that moveset on Wigglytuff, but I don't know. I'm falling more and more in love with this strategy as the emails roll in, to be very honest. How do you feel, Kyle? Knowing that you can get a dark, fast move on him. I mean, I just, I crunched the numbers because I'm I'm one of those guys. Oh, no, okay. Let, and, ruin and this dream for, for all of us. First off, if revives are rare and you have enough people to do your raids, more power. Wigglytuff's awesome. Use use your giant rabbit thing Pokemon. I don't even yeah, know what I don't even know Pokemon either. Wigglytuff is. But with the moveset, it's like 17 and a half DPS. Ooh, okay. The TDO is like, it's 563. That's a lot. This is not assuming like super effectiveness or anything like that. So obviously that those numbers will go up. Right. Especially considering it's going to be double resisting to the ghost and the dragon. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to, you're going to last forever. It's great. It's it's still a very it's a good strategy, especially for using less revives or not having to worry about what's going to happen to your Pokemon in the fight. Right. I agree. Uh, you weren't looking for it, but this has my stamp of approval. Carry forth with your army of Wigglytuffs. Don't mind the Kyles of the world crunching the DPS numbers. <laughs> uh, they just don't know how to have fun Wigglytuff style. <laughs> so our next email oh thank you for the email by the way uh the next email is from jordan hi guys big fan of the show since shiny drop rates are so rare outside of events i thought i'd share my personal experience i play a fair amount averaging around three hundred thousand experience per week and other than events such as shuckle or cast form ones we've had recently i've had only one shiny caught anywhere else in the game it was a shiny eevee caught in december I know this is incredibly unlucky to have only had one, but it's very demotivating as I'm finding it harder and harder for something to play towards. Keep up the podcast. Love from the UK. Jordan, he says, go team mystic. Well, uh, it's the wrong podcast for that. You're you're, you're entitled to a wrong opinion there, but you know, it's okay. (laughs) No, thanks for writing in Jordan. Uh, we we've talked about Chinese and shiny rates and, 
probability yeah. here on the show a number of times. Sometimes, it, you know, the numbers are just not in your favor and it'll make you feel like you're being personally attacked. <laughs> this game has a, a habit of doing that when, you know, around you, people are like, I caught five of the shinies in the first day and I went for a 10 minute walk, you know, and you're out there for <laughs> yeah. six hours and you turn over every rock and, you know, you move every tree branch and whatever and you can't find Catch anything. every pokemon right like it's it can get frustrating but and it also ties in a little bit to the conversation we were having the other week about burnout and it's it can be demotivating if you are only playing to get the shinies and there's there's not a whole lot you can do to hedge your bets there you you can play as much as you want but you know in the end rng is going to get you there and it is unfortunate but sometimes you may need to to step back and see what are you trying to get out of it. Yeah, is it just are you do you like it because you're getting rare things, or do you like just completing your collection? You're like you're going for that living decks, like like Chris is. I think even if you're not though, like the experience of getting a shiny, especially if it's full odds, feels really good. It's nice. It's fun. You're like, oh wow, it's that rare thing. You know, it's just like pulling a holographic yeah. card out of a booster pack of cards. I guess maybe look at it this way, Jordan. Um, even if you're not getting as many as other people, when you do finally find your shiny, because it will happen. Pro- I mean, probability, like pretty much if you keep going, you you have to get one eventually. It, it'll just feel a lot better. It'll feel really great because you've, you've worked so much harder than everybody else. And that sounds like bad advice. And maybe it is bad advice. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you got to look at it positively. There's really nothing you can do about yeah. the rate, to be very honest, which is a bummer. So... There you go. And also, it's like, even the not full odd shiny, I get really excited catching them. Oh, yeah. Like, every shiny, every shiny on community day, I don't care if I've caught 12, I'm like, shiny! <laughs> like, it's it's always great, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you gotta take the joy where you can get it, That's too. true. But you know, like, the, the shinies that have never been boosted before, like, shiny Magikarp and stuff like that? Like, finding one of those, you're like, yes, the hunt is over. It's been 12 years. You know, like <laughs> I have 22,000 Magikarp candy. <laughs> yes. And let's check the IVs. Yes. 7%. Everything is going according to plan. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that the case, man? Why is every wild shiny always just awful? It's always garbage. It's always it's awful. Always well, you know, if they were good, then maybe I'd be more worried about using them. But here we are. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for the email, Jordan. Really appreciate it. Best of luck catching up on uh, all the shinies that are now available because there's so many. Uh, this event right now, by the way, is just shiny check city. I'm loving it. Left and right. Reap Paneri. Awesome. Anyway, we're at the end of the show here. If you want to go ahead and send us an email, uh, just like Jordan and the wizard of Ozzy did this week, you can send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com, or you can visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. And we have a contact us tab there. You can fill a little form on there. You don't even have to remember our email address or anything. Just fill it out there and that'll send us an email. That's pretty cool. You can follow us on Twitter at GoCastPodcast. Like us on Facebook, just search for the GoCast Podcast. Uh, if you want to help support the show, we have a Patreon. You can find it at patreon.com forward slash GoCastPodcast. Uh, and if you'd like to help support the show non-monetarily, uh, you know, reviews are free. <laughs> uh, if you want to leave a review, it helps us out immensely. We would really appreciate the time. Uh, and let us know what you think. And before we get out of here, Mr. Kyle... Uh, let's talk about goals, shall we? All right. We, the answer was we shall. And, and I need to be more excited. 
Okay. Yes. Well, what are your goals this What week? are my goals? You can't just answer a question with a question. Actually, okay. Yes, you can. My goal for this upcoming week is going to be hatch 500 eggs. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag 500 eggs. Set summer. all of my incubators on fire uh, and toss them on the side of the road. No, uh, it's going to be 200,000 Stardust just because I've been really on that Stardust grind. Um, I'm going to be attending before this next episode a Kingdom Cup event. Sweet. I'll come back with some stories about that. So Kingdom Cup. And then aside from that, I, I, you know, I, I've already got like the Giratina origin form and stuff like that. I, I really have much else to really focus on. Is Giratina going away tomorrow or is it next week? I don't remember. Is it May or is it the 23rd? Giratina ends on the 29th. Okay. So it's next. It's, next it's week. in a, okay, yeah, a week. A week. Huh? So Kyle, what about you? So I'm, I'm doing 200,000 Stardust and Kingdom Cup, and I can't think of anything else because Giratina, to me, is just not that exciting. So I mean, I'm, I'm going to probably catch a few more, but it's not a hard set goal. Uh, so what about you, Kyle? Right. Anything interesting? I only have one goal this week, and it's going to be to get to level 39. Okay. That's my goal. It's 230,000 experience. So it's not that it's not that crazy. But, you know, Endgame is coming out this week. So that kind of eats up one of my days <laughs> off right there. Yes. Yeah, you need a so. whole day to watch that movie. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. And that's it. Just 39. All right. Yeah, just the 39. That's my goal. thrilled when you're 39. That's going to be awesome. All right. Cool. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, episode 44. Ness will be with us, I hope. I think it's summer's about to get really busy. That's what I was saying before. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's summer's going to get really crazy with events and stuff like that. So uh, we're, we're very dedicated to making this obviously a weekly thing. Sometimes we have to move a day around. I apologize. Two weeks in a row were a day later, but you know, it was Easter weekend. We were busy. <laughs> so <laughs> do what you can. Uh, and uh, yeah, I guess thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.